pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, amen, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, shew yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, talking to the stranger, the Samaritan, the one, Arise and go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Father, we love you today. Pray you'd help us to preach in the power of the Holy Ghost. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but everything in the power and demonstration of the Spirit. I pray, Lord, that you alone will get praise tonight. We want to thank you, Lord, for the privilege of prayer, for the power to be able to preach the Word of God. Help us, Lord, to do it, not in performing the flesh, but to preach in the power and unction of heaven. We pray you'd hide us behind the cross. God, empty us of our flesh and our failures. Fill us with the presence of the Holy Ghost, a fresh unction from heaven. Smear us, I pray, with your glory. And I pray, Lord, that we leave out of here having been nourished as saints and saved as sinners. I pray you'll get the glory once said and done. Thank you, Lord, for the good singing and all the, the effort of all the people that came in the house of God. I pray to listen attentively to the Word of God. I pray that we make it a point that, Lord, we would do our best, concentrate on what you'd have for us in the house of God. Leave here, ha having picked our plate full of every crumb that you've sent for us from glory. Thank you, Lord, for truth that you helped us with this morning. Uh, we need another dose tonight. We pray, God, that you breathe upon us and that your will be accomplished as we share this thought tonight. We'll give you glory for it all in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. If the Lord would help us for a little while tonight, I want to preach on this thought found in Luke chapter number 17 on the point of life. What is the point of life? The point of life, according to Isaiah, the Bible said he made us for the glory of God. The point of life should be to glorify God. So what can we do and what can we be and still not give God the glory? I want us to look at this text. I believe this text holds the key to it. I don't believe it's a mystery. I don't believe that everybody can look at the text today and see that just for a moment we see in our text that the Bible says that about 10% of the people that are made clean really give God glory. One out of ten people give God the glory. So what can we get right and still not give God the glory? Now, I'm saying this not as a corrective thought. 
I'm saying it as an encouraging thought that everybody that's here would do our dead level best on giving God the glory. I want us to look what the Bible said in verse number 12. Notice what these 10, the Bible said, and it came to pass as he went, that is Jesus went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And watch this. And as he entered into a certain village. Well, I'm glad he didn't do anything by happenstance. He just doesn't happen by him, but it's all planned in the preordained plan of God. And there met him ten men that were lepers. The ten men, all, all ten of them, not just the one, but all ten, the Bible says, were respectful. They were, they were respectful to the laws of God. See, the Bible had already told us in the book of Leviticus, the Levitical law said that if somebody, if anybody had leprosy, they were to stay outside the camp. They were not to come where people were. And if they did, they were to stand afar off and to holler unclean. Well, here's what the Bible says in verse number 12. They stood afar off. So they, they were respectful to the laws of God. And they were respectful to the laws of man. Now I'm not saying everybody in here we, we don't break laws because every one of us probably break a law. If we went 46 and a 45, we broke a law. If we didn't do something that we were supposed to do, we probably all have broke a law. Uh, but uh, to be a real Christian and, and to be the right kind of Christian, our desire is to be respectful to the laws of God. Did he not say in the Bible, if you love me, keep my commandments? It's a testimony that you have a true love for God if we lived according to this scripture. Would you all agree with that? Can you say amen? So we would all agree that these men, these ten men, all ten of them were respectful men. They stood afar off. They were respectful to the law of God in the book of Leviticus. And they were respectful to the law of man because the law of man in that day was based upon the laws of God. And all true laws that have any bearing upon our lives should be in regards to the word of God. I mean, we know it's against the law to kill somebody. How do we know that? Well, the Bible says thou shalt not kill. And so basically, if you were to go back in the founder of this country, even the trading uh, is based upon the trading laws that are set forth in the Word of God. So all the laws that we should obey. Somebody asked me time, one time during the COVID process, and they said, well, preacher, you know, we have, we, have a, we have a duty to respect the laws that are set before us and set over us. And we do according to the book of Romans in chapter number 13. But there are two tables of ten commandments. And one set of those uh, tables has to do with our, our relationship with man. And another one has to do our, with our relationship to God. Nothing, nothing in this world should usurp the authority that God has over us. We have a higher authority to God alone. So we should respect the laws of man as long as they do not interfere with the law of God. In other words, it is lawful in some states to get an abortion. It is legal, let me put it that way, in some states to get an abortion, but it is not lawful in the eyes of God. Do you all see what I'm saying? It is God's will for us to obey the laws of man and the laws of God. So we see in verse number 12, these men, they were all respectful men. 
But yet a respectful man cannot sometimes give God the glory. Look at what verse number 13 says. In verse number 13, the Bible says, They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So they were all respectful men, but they were all, according to the Bible in verse number 13, they were prayerful men. They lifted up their voices. They know to whom to pray. They're not, they're not praying to somebody else. They're not praying to Pilate, and they're not praying to some false god. They're praying to Jesus, and they know to whom he is. He's the master. So they know to whom to pray, and they know how to pray, and they know much about prayer because the Bible says they lifted up their voice and they said, have mercy upon us. So the Bible says that these men were respectful men and these men were prayerful men. These men were doctrinal men. Also in verse number 13, let me just say it real quickly. They did recognize Jesus as master in our fundamental Baptist churches, amen, and independent fundamental Baptist churches, it's almost crazy how people don't even recognize him as master. Everybody ought to say amen right there. Amen, you cannot call me Lord, Lord. In other words, Judas kissed Jesus with his lips and in a display of outward affection, he betrayed the Lord. So the Lord said, you can come nigh to me with your lips, but your heart be far from me. These men, these men were doctrinal men. They had it in line. They knew Jesus was not just a good teacher. He was master. They were respectful men. They were prayerful men. They were doctrinal men. They were humble men. I've already mentioned, but just notice in verse number 13, they weren't demanding anything of the Lord. Uh, not one of them thought they were entitled like 2023. Amen. Preach on, preacher, don't get distracted. Amen. They weren't proud men. Uh, they weren't thinking everybody owes them something or somebody. To, they weren't out there thinking that uh, they could make $2,000 by begging on people's compassion and sitting on the street corner when they could be working a good job. Somebody ought to say amen there. Not one is demanding of the Lord. Not one thinks he's entitled. They're not even proud. They say, Lord, have mercy upon I would to God in, in churches that we would see people humble enough to call out to God with a loud voice when their heart is broken and their life is in desperation. These men had nobody to turn to. Until Jesus shows up on the scene, there's not one single case. Now, we knew what to do. If they were claiming to be clean, Jesus is going to tell them in a minute, according to the book of Leviticus, I believe it's chapter 14 and 15, the Bible tells us what we're to do, what, what, what a person was to do. If they felt like they were clean, they were to present themselves to the high priest. They were to offer up, if they were poor, turtle doves, and then they were to offer up one lamb, and through that cleansing process, after eight days, then the priest could declare them clean and they could go. But we don't see that. The only leper we see clean, they're following the, the word of the man of God going and dipping in the Jordan River. We don't see a whole lot of people getting clean in the Old Testament until Jesus comes on the scene. And when Jesus comes on the scene, amen, every leper that ever met the Lord left changed. I say hallelujah. The Bible says these men were respectful men. They were, 
prayerful men. They were doctrinal men. So here's what I'm saying. You can have your doctrine right, have your I's dotted and your T's crossed. You can be respectful. I mean, you can even be prayerful. You can say the most elegant prayer that's ever been prayed to, to make the ears of men ring because all 10 of them were respectful. All 10 of them were prayerful. They know whom to pray. They knew much about prayer. Or Would y'all agree with that? All 10 of these men are humble. They are have asking God, have mercy on me. And all 10 had faith. Watch what the Bible said in verse number 14. And when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. All 10 of them had faith to believe in the word of Jesus. And it wasn't, they weren't cleansed until they left doing what God told them to do. So all 10 of these men, every one of them were respectful. Every one of them were prayerful. All of them were doctrinal. Everything had all their doctrine right. All 10 of them were humble. All 10 of them had faith. They had faith to get clean. They had faith to follow the Lord's instructions. They had reason. The only reason they were even going to the priest is they were going to go to the priest according to the law to show them, to show the priest that they were cleansed. They were faithful men. They once were lepers, and now because they obeyed the Lord, they were clean. I don't want to go to church. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to church with folks. I don't, I don't think I want to go to church to folks that don't have faith. Would y'all agree with that? I, 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 don't, I don't know if I want to go. Now, I want sinners to come in. I want lost people to come in no matter what, if they ain't got no faith at all. But I want my church family to have faith. I'm glad we've all been saved by grace through, by grace through, so every one of us in here believe in prayer. There's a time we prayed, amen, we had to pray to repent of our sins and ask Jesus in our heart. I want to go to church with faithful people who are, have faith, and I want to go to church with people who believe in prayer. Would y'all agree with that? He said, ask what you will in Jesus' name and it shall be given you. I, I, I want to go to church with people who respect the word of God, who mind the word of God. Would y'all agree with that? I want to go to a church that I can line up with doctrine. People who believe that Jesus is the very Christ. I can't go to church at the Kingdom Hall because they don't even believe that Jesus was God in the flesh. Would y'all at least agree with me there? I can't go to church at a Catholic church because the Catholic church, if they believe what Catholicism teaches, then they, they believe in their mind, according to their catechism that I've seen with my own God-given eyeballs, that Jesus died on the cross, his blood drips to Mary's hand, Mary gives it to the priest, and the priests give it to the people. I'm glad there's one mediator between God and man, and that's the man Christ Jesus. I've got to go. I don't want to go to church at a church of Christ we, we used to call them water dolls. I don't want to go to a church at a, with a bunch of Church of Christ because they think that the blood, the blood doesn't cleanse you all the way, that it takes baptism to finish what the blood started. I'm glad we are washed in his blood. Amen. It made new creatures in Christ. In other words, I, I want to go to church with folks who believe in prayer. I want to go to church with folks who have faith. I want to go to church with folks who are respectful to the laws of God. 
I want to go to church with folks who believe the right doctrine. And I want to go to church with folks. I want to worship Jesus with people who are humble, who don't think they are entitled, who know that we don't deserve nothing. If you've got a prideful attitude, you can't get into the shape these people were. See, humility says, I'm going to come on my face. Humility says, I'm going to drop my pride. Humility says, I don't deserve a thing, but God will give me what I need. I, I want to go to church with folks. These people were respectful, prayerful, doctrinal, humble. I mean, they had faith. Every single one of them, they had exceeding faith. I mean, it led them to obey what the Lord said. They had saving faith. They had exceeding faith. They had just a small faith. It don't take a whole lot of faith. God gives you the faith to trust him. I believe they had great faith. I believe they left because they believed that God was going to heal them. That's why they left to went to show. And when they left, they left and the Bible says they were cleansed. Now all ten of them were men of faith. All ten of these lepers were men of prayer. All ten of these lepers were men who were respectful. All ten of these men, all ten of them, I believe y'all agree with me, they were humble. They were doctrinal. I mean, they had their eyes dotted and they had their T's crossed. But all ten of them didn't glorify God. In fact, I'm not making it up. Let's just see what Jesus said. Let's, let's get to the text. Look what the Bible says. And Jesus answering said, verse 17, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found, verse 18, that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. The word there, glorify God, means to magnify. It, mean, it means to make large. In other words, you take a magnifying glass to put it over something you can't read, you're making it bigger. When you glorify God, when you give God glory, you make him bigger than you. Every single person in this building, I believe, agrees with me that God's bigger than us and we ought to give God glory, amen, if it means making my flesh little so that God can get the glory because God's jealous over his glory. He's not going to share his glory. This old boy right here, he's leaving just like the other nine and they're all leaving. They're doing what the Lord said. They're obeying. They're walking in faith. They've got exceeding faith, had saving faith, had small faith, had great faith. They were going to obey what the Lord told them to do and the Bible said when they turned as they went verse 14 they were cleansed you know what happened to that one what, what, what got a hold of that one I want to know what I wanna, Jesus pointed out the one he wanted to know where the other nine was he said where's the nine were there not ten cleansed didn't I do the same for them that I did for you? Did I treat you any different than I treated them? Wasn't all, didn't all of you come dirty and you all left clean? Did, didn't, didn't I give you all, didn't I do the same thing for you that I did for the rest of them? Where's the other ones at? You ever, you ever, you ever thought about that? Here, here's, here's what the Bible says. All ten of them were at this moment. All 10 of them was, met the master. All 10 of them experienced the miracle. But only one of them made the page of God that says, 
that's not found to return God, to give God glory, save this stranger. A Samaritan, a Gentile, not even a Jew. A, a Samaritan Gentile is the only one that turned around and gave God glory. Boy, God help us today to realize we, we need to be like this Samaritan. I, we need to be like that publican this morning, but we need to be like this Samaritan tonight. I want us to notice a few things about this man. He's not, he's not a popular man. We don't know who his name is, but he is a precious man. God had his, he had his story recorded in the word of God. Maybe his name's not mentioned because it could mean any one of us could be just like this man. I want to give God glory like this man. I, I want to bear fruit and give God glory. I, I, just, I don't want to just have faith. I, I don't want it to be said of me, amen, that, well, he, my daddy was clean and, and my pastor was clean. I want it to be said when, when I'm laying in the casket and I have my box day. I want them to say, my daddy was a whole husband. My daddy was a whole daddy. My daddy was a whole pastor. He gave God glory. Anything good happened in his life, he knew God was behind it. And he didn't mind giving God the glory. I noticed something about this text. Now, you've heard me preach it before, but I want you to notice this. The Bible says that when they left, according to verse number 14, as they went, they were clean. So all 10 of them are clean. They're all respectful, prayerful, doctrinal, humble, faithful, but all 10 are clean. And the Bible says, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. He didn't just say, thank you, Lord, but with a loud voice, glorified God. You say, preacher, what did he do? Well, I do know, I knew what, he, what his position was. Said he fell down on his face at the feet of Jesus and started giving him thanks. We just had Thanksgiving. Hey, man, I wonder if we really, really just want to embarrass the flesh that we'd fall down at the feet of Jesus and say, thank you, Lord. Glory to God. He, the Bible said he gave him glory and he, he, he fell at the feet, on his face at the feet of Jesus said, thank you, Lord. How long's it been since you fell on your face and said, thank you, Lord. I want to give you the glory. You see, pride will keep you from dropping on your face. Pride will keep you from giving God glory. Pride's going to keep you from thanking God. It'll keep you from bragging on the Lord. I want to be like the one. I don't want to just be like the nine. I want to be like the one. I want you to notice this about this man. This man isn't a lone man. He's one among ten. Now, as a leper, he's only been hanging around lepers in the leper colony. But right now, he's fixing to have to break, from, break rank from the other nine. One out of ten, he's going to be an alone man. I wonder if you'd give God glory. I wonder if you'd really get on your face. I wonder if you'd say, thank you, Lord, if you was the only one testifying. Or, did, or is it the only time that we stand up and brag on God and say, thank you, Lord, when somebody else does it? Uh, this ain't a corrective message. This is just, God, search my heart. God, Lord, am I really giving you the glory that I need to give you? I, I don't know what, I don't know, but here's what I kind of think. 
when the fog cleared and everybody seen what took place in this man, they knew this one was different than the nine. I want you to watch this. Watch, watch, watch what the Bible says. He said he fell down on his face, give him thanks. He was a Samaritan. Jesus answered, there were the ten cleansed. Were there not ten cleansed? Were the nine? There are not found return. Give glory to God, save a stranger. And he said, watch this, verse number 19. Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Now you say, preacher, hold on a minute. Them other ones was doing what the Lord said. They, he said in verse number 14, he said, go show yourself unto the priest. And they just doing, they just doing what the Lord told them to do. They going to show themselves to the priest. Well, so did the one. He went to the high priest. Somebody ought to say amen right there. Yes, amen. Them nine went to the priestly Levitical hood of, of, from Aaron's sons and generations. But this man did go to a priest. He went to the high priest, amen. He didn't disobey God. He did exactly what he was supposed to. When he saw himself cleansed, he said, I'm going to stop right now and thank God. I'm going to appreciate what God's did. I'm going to get on my face. I'm going to bow. I'm going to say, fooey on the flesh. I'm going to fall on my, I'm going to give God the glory. I'm going to lift him up. I'm going to magnify him. I'm going to get low so I can lift him high. See, if we'll ever come in church with the attitude, if I can just get little, God will get big and we'll all get happy. Amen. He's an alone man. He don't have a crowd that's agging him on. Nobody's saying, hey man, glory to God. Say on, brother. Hey man, boy, you're helping my heart. Nobody's agging him on. Only person he's talking to is the Lord. I believe, every, I, believe, I believe we could all agree. I believe all these people, I believe all 10 of them love the Lord. I believe all 10 of them. Hey, man, they, they love keeping the commandments of God. They were minding God. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. They were doing what he said. They trusted him at his word and they left. But I'm going to tell you, you can, you can do a whole lot and not give God glory. He was an alert man. All the other nine... They had the same thing happen to them. But he, he, went, he was alert enough to recognize that he was the high priest. He's the only priest I need to go to. So he's an alone man. He's an alert man. He's an aware man. I believe when he looked down and saw that he was cleansed among his other men, I believe he looked at, looked at them and he looked, looked at himself and he said, man, I'm clean. And he turned around, he's alert, he's attentive to what God had done in his life. See, here's what, here's what happens. We become, we become aware of all the bad in our life and, and we, don't, we, we somehow lose focus and being aware on the good things in our life. Man, God's been good to every single one of us. You know what he recognized? He recognized he was aware of how good God had been to him at that moment and he wasn't going to let another moment, not another day, not another, because if he'd have went back to them high priests, if you were to follow these nine, they had to go over there for seven days and after the seven days, they had to go for that eighth day and it was eight days before they could ever go back to the house. I'm telling you, he wasn't going to wait seven days, eight days. He was going to give God glory. He was aware. Are you aware of what God's done for you? He was awake. I believe this man was awake. He was like Mary and Martha. Amen. He was awake and he was aware. He was alert. I love, I love reading the story about Mary, Martha, and, 
and old Lazarus' house. Why? No wonder Jesus went. That's one of the houses he kept frequenting. And y'all have heard me say it, man. He, he went over there to their house and Martha's in there working on the food and Mary's down there sitting at his feet. Amen. And when Lazarus is raised from the dead, he's going back over there. It's like every time he comes through Bethany, he's going by Mary, Mary's house and Martha's house and Lazarus' house. They all live in the same house. It's like he's always going over there. And I know why. Because he had fellowship there and he had worship there and he had lordship there. And I want to, amen, I want to make sure the Lord knows he can have fellowship. We need fellowship with him he'll have worship here and he's Lord here would y'all agree with that they, he was an awake man he was an assertive man he's the only one he's the only one that God's going to lift up and make something different out you see the Bible says that they all tend as they left they saw they were cleansed and one turned around a Samaritan and fell on his face and got at his feet and started thank you Lord and gave God the glory and did it with a loud voice and the Bible says Jesus said arise and go home go thy way and the Bible says he was made whole. Now I don't you ain't never seen nothing like this happen. You ain't never seen this happen before that a man who's got leprosy, his ear's been ate off and all of a sudden his ear comes back. Leprosy eats the flesh. Leprosy eats the fingers. Uh, if you've ever seen leprosy, you ought to Google if you go home. It's still prevalent in some third world countries. It'll eat your fingers down to nothing. You'll have nothing but numbs for hands. It'll eat your toes off. It'll eat your ears off. It'll eat the, eye, the skin off. It'll eat your body from the inside out. That's what leprosy does. Every one of them was cleansed. They didn't have leprosy no more. But they, well, one went to the house that had both ears and all of his fingers and all of his toes, he was made whole because he glorified God. It's as if the Lord's saying, unless you give me thanks and unless you give me glory, hey man, your hands are not going to be fully used, your ears are not going to be fully used, your feet are not going to be fully used, you'll never truly be made whole. It's not just enough to have life, but God wants us to have abundant life. Would y'all say amen right there? God wants us all, amen, to give him the glory. You see, all attention is on Jesus when this man's around. All attention is on Jesus. He don't want no attention. Amen. He wants to give God all the glory. He gets out of the way so that Jesus, amen, will put him in the way. Here's what he said. He said, Jesus said, in verse number 19, And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Can you imagine? Him going back to the house. All of them was tickled to death to go back to the house. Some of them got there eight days later. But can you imagine going back to the house and getting to see your wife again, getting to see your kids again? And say, Daddy, the last time we came by and saw you standing afar off and heard you saying unclean, leprosy had already eat your lip off and we could see your teeth shining. And, and Dad, the last time we saw you, uh, your ears was eat plumb off. And, and, and what in the world's happened? You look like your skin looks like 
like a baby. You've been made completely whole. He said, I met a man named Jesus. Amen. And I turned around and gave him glory. And I wasn't doing it for no extra credit. I wasn't doing it for no show. I just got humble. I got all over me. I was keenly aware. I was alert. Amen. I wanted to assert and make sure that he got all the praise. And I just wanted to thank him. I just wanted to give God the glory. I couldn't live another minute without praising him. And when I went to the house, he said, I wasn't just clean children. I was made whole. I'm telling you, God can restore the years that the old canker worms destroyed in your past life. He can take all of those past years. He can make you whole right now if you're lost. And if you're saved, man, God wants you to give him the glory. We just had Thanksgiving. I mean, God wants us to thank him. God wants us to praise him. Don't be ashamed of what he's done. Be aware of all the good blessings in your life. As she sung in the song today, man, thank God for his blessings in my life. You see, I want to be a whole pastor. I don't want to just be a clean pastor. I, I want to be a whole husband. I just don't want to be a clean husband. I, I want to be a whole daddy. I just don't want to be a clean daddy. I, I'm, I do want my doctrine right. I, I do want to have faith. I do want to pray. I want all that. I want to make sure I do my best to be humble. I want to be the kind of man that they call when the world's falling apart and they say, I need somebody to pray. I do want to do that. But I'm going to tell you what I do want to do. I want to recognize keenly. I want to make sure. I don't want to let a day go by and a moment go by when I should give God the glory that I don't give him the glory. I want to get on my face every opportunity I can and worship at his precious feet. You see, you can see things a whole lot better from his feet. It's like Zacchaeus today. He saw more from the feet of Jesus than he saw up at the tree looking for Jesus. Man, I'm telling you, the view from Jesus' feet looks better. Life looks better. Everything looks happier. If we'll just give God glory, he'll make things whole in your life. But preacher, I feel like my life is full of holes. Then you need God to make you whole. You say, preacher, how can I do it? Just give him thanks. Give him glory. Try it out and see if it don't help you. I promise you this, it'll change your life if you give God the glory. You can do all this stuff. Everything that we've mentioned, that all 10 of them did, and still not glorify God. Or, let's read our text one more time. Or, here's what the Bible says. You can be like the one in verse 15. When he saw that he was healed, he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. He fell down on his face, crying has no place in this man's life. He's not worried about the crowd. He's not worried about what nobody else says. Bible said this one that gave God the glory fell down on his face at his feet giving him thanks. And the Holy Ghost just said, y'all need to know he is a Samaritan. Verse 17, and Jesus answering said, were not ten clans, but were the nine. Look what he said about him. There are not found that return to give God glory. Glory to God, save this stranger. You want to give God glory? Here's how you can do it. You say, preacher, my faith's weak. That's all right. Give him thanks. Give him glory. You say, preacher, I ain't, my prayer ain't what it ought to be. I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what will make you whole. Pray what you're praying, even if it's weak. Even if you're weary in praying, just keep on praying. But give God glory because that's what will make you whole. 
That's what will fill up the empty place in you. You say, preacher, but I, I ain't got all my doctrine right. I don't think I know enough about the Bible. I'll tell you what you can do. You can go ahead and give God thanks and give him glory. He's going to make you whole. You say, preacher, wait just a minute. I'm, I, I got pride. Pride's my problem. All men have pride. Some, some women deal with pride in a different way. Most all men have some kind of pride. It's in our human nature. We, we need to take pride in what we do. We've been trained ever since we were little to take pride in what they, nothing wrong with taking pride in what you do, but no, you couldn't do it except for the glory of God. Except God give you strength, you wouldn't have the ability to even get up and go to work tomorrow. And so it's all God that gets the credit for it. Every single one. You say, preacher, I got a pride problem. Well, I'll tell you what to do. If you want to be made whole, if you want to give God glory, in spite of your pride, just get past the pride. Fall on your face. Thank him and give him glory tonight. That's how you'll be made whole. You say, preacher, man, my face weak. My humility is slacking. My prayer life stinks. My doctrine, I don't know nothing about the Bible like I should. I've been saved for years and it feels like I'm just a kindergarten level. Hey, I respect, I, I try to respect the laws of God. Be honest, I don't know enough about them. I find myself doing the things that I don't want to do and not doing the things that I should do. You know what, but preacher, I tell you what I will do. I'm going to give God thanks. I'm going to give him glory. You know what the Bible said? You'll be the one made whole. Say, preacher, I'm slacking in some areas. That's all right. Work on them. But I tell you what you do. If you'll just get on your face, fall down at his feet, go to thanking him, give God the glory, God said, I'm going to make you a whole Christian. You that give God thanks, that give God glory, that humble yourself before me, said, you're the ones that's going to go back to your house. Oh, let's all stand, heads bowed, eyes closed. Father, we love you today.